Shall we? Shall we reset and just start yeah. from the beginning? Yes, let's do that. Let's start the show, Chris. Here we go. Bonkers. Ladies and gentlemen, quitters never give up. couldn't stop laughing at that video i found it's the aussie girls choir and they are awful they are intentionally awful oh. so that's why it's okay uh, to laugh because they do it on purpose is what i heard nice. <laughs> but it was if you look it up the video is hilarious because they're not facing the camera their backs are to the camera and they turn around as they keep saying and it, it gets progressively worse what's up party people it's episode 50 episode right? 50 oh wow this is amazing it's been one year Yay! Has it been one year? One year. One of the other things we're rolling out now, as well as we've got merch, thanks to the wonderful Paul Lee. And uh, you'll be able to find it on T Public and Teespring. The Quitters Never Give Up merch. I mean, we only have one graphic, but we're jankier than Janky Town, so it all fits. <laughs> I am surprised everything's spelled correctly. So oh, that's, that's all. <laughs> Well, the logo pretty much took care of that, so. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Meet the oh, 2011. I went back in time. I She blinded me with science. Okay, welcome. We're hitting the week that was January 24 to 28, 2011. Let's start off with the opening montage of the first show of the week, Monday. It's my favorite thing. It's pretty much Lisa centric, Lisa May. Hey, Lisa. Do you work at Subway? Because you just gave me a foot long. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. B-I-G! Ah! 
Hey, Calvin, Dean, and Lisa May, I've posted in you. What's happening? I guess everybody does love Dick. I'm just trying to help you think about the future. You're a certain age now. The parade of boyfriends can't be as amusing as it was. You need to settle down. I'm pretty good with the penises. Oh, that's a bunch of baloney, Lisa. You know, every time I look down, I go, wow, I gotta have some of that. <laughs> Lisa May. Uh. All right, now I have a boner. Lisa, you're never going to get a husband by being sarcastic. We funnier if you offer up the first name. Nice work, Lisa. Hey, this is Lisa May. I'll be there pounding some brews. Real mature, Lisa. And now, you know, our feature presentation. If you ask me, that's the way to start your week out with a bunch of Lisa drops. I think about five of those were mine, by the way. That's, a, that's another reason I brought them in. Uh... They were talking about the weekend box office. It was a Monday show. And they started giving Kevin some grief for seeing a romantic comedy. I, it was pretty funny. Here's the thing. I saw it. Oh, F you. <laughs> Kevin. Look, F- saw it. Not me. Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> I apologize. But you guys Thank know my, you. But you guys know my love for Natalie Portman. She's amazing. Yeah, right. She Go is. see Black Swan again. I did. Oh, okay. Do that instead. Um, it's not as bad as you think at all. Oh, yeah, I heard really is for it. a romantic comedy, if that's what you're for looking for, it's not bad. Here's the category. Right. Guys have... So Ashton Kutcher isn't in it, you're saying? Ashton Kutcher is pretty good. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> leave. <laughs> I'm saying it was... No way. He was pretty good. Come back. <laughs> Come on. Ashton Kutcher was pretty good. No way. Good. Listen. No way. Get real. He, he's a red flag for me, too. I hear you. Like, when I see a movie that he's in, I go, oh, no. He was pretty good. Not once, not never. (laughs) I should have said at the top, this was a movie called No Strings. No Strings Attached, and it was Aston Kutcher and Natalie Portman. Okay, so going on with that, they kept razzing Kevin about this, and I'm calling this Kevin versus math. He had a rough week doing time and math. She's pretty hot. She's one of the five or six girls in my top three. She's not hot. She's one of the five or six girls in your top three. It's hard to narrow it down. That words just got those words just got. <laughs> it's hard to narrow down my top three. I'm just uh, saying she's she's one of my favorites. Back to you. But Ashley Kutcher's still in it though, right? They didn't cut him out this weekend, right? And I'm prone to hate him like you are. And he's a red flag when I see him in a in a you know trailer. And he was good. Do you know what red flag means, Kevin? No. <laughs> it means you don't go right. because it's a red, it's a red flag. flag. It's like, oh, but it's a warning. I'm going to stay away from that danger See, that's zone. the difference between you and me is I see a red flag, I keep going. You're a bull. <laughs> you see the red flag, you charge towards it. Right. So Kevin has five or six girls in his top three. Got to love that. Now, this is part two. This was a couple days later. The Winter X Games were going on, and they had Mike Schultz. He was a guy, an athlete, who had a leg removed, and he still was able to compete. He, like, created a special division where people with challenges could compete. So Kevin's going to do a time camp computation here. And when do you compete? When can we watch you on TV? Um, we will be running the adaptive class uh, Sunday. Uh, I think we're scheduled for, like, uh, 1245. Uh, that would be mountain time. Okay, so that would be 1135 Pacific? Yeah, the 10 hour and 10-minute time okay. difference. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. It. I can figure it out. So once again, much like the military time, <laughs> It's fun to listen to Kevin calculate time. <laughs> I also love being busting his chops. Yeah, a 10-hour and 10-minute difference. <laughs> so that's some good stuff. We laugh, but we could never figure out what time it is for Lindsay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get Kevin on that. He could help us out. Time's you got to make an app. You enter a time, and then it gives you the Kevin time. So I guess that's 10 hours and 10 minutes different. Uh, we were talking about the Winter X Games. And it was kind of funny. They were interviewing Mike Schultz. He was the athlete who was missing a limb, but still competed. 
kind of funny. Uh, Ralph kind of busted his chops about being the interview killer. I want to tell you how much I enjoyed your interview, guys, with uh, Mike Schultz regarding the Winter X Games. Oh, oh the Snowcross guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's working on a... No. Oh. He's working... He's got a new um, kind of sport in the uh, Winter X Games. Right. For people with disabilities. Right. People who are paralyzed, uh, people who are missing limbs. He lost a leg. He lost a leg, right. for example. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was an interesting interview. Well, oh, I mean, up until when Bean killed it, I just mean, you know, with Bean the interview killer. I don't know if you <laughs> heard that segment now when they were talking about people who were, who were missing a leg. I lived it. Did you live it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> for those of you who missed it, oh. I would like to present you a little segment I like to call Bean the interview killer. Um, I hear Zsa Gabor is competing this year. Is that true? Uh, who's that? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Gabor, famous actress, right? Being the interview killer. So being bringing up Zsa Gabor to a guy in the X Games. Yeah, I'm sure all the kids in the X Games are big Zsa Gabor fans. <laughs> Gotta love that, though. Well, let's do it now. Lindsay, do you know who Zsa Gabor is? Uh, is that an actress? Really old actress? Right. Yeah, she was famous. Barely famous. God. Actress? Her, her sister Ava Gabor was a, was more of an actress. Jaja was more like the Kim Kardashian of her time. Mm-hmm. She was just kind of famous for being a Gabor sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was famous for being famous. I think she married a prince or something. She got in trouble with a. She like slapped a policeman who pulled her over. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was like, she was famous for being famous. She was in like one or two B movies, and that's it. So it's funny that Bean would bring that up to a Winter X Games kid. <laughs> and he's like, huh, what? Well, I was excited to see her on, in the X Games, but I guess <laughs> that was just me. Uh, I'm just going to play this opening. This was the Wednesday opening. I love the technical difficulties. It's not edited. It's gonna The pause is going to take a while, but I think it's funny. Go ahead and start that show open there, Bean. Your guys aren't sending me anything. All right. So I thought that was funny. Just listening to that organically, I'm like, what happened? Did my iPod drop off? No, that's good old <laughs> Kevin and Bean jankiness. It's weird to hear Bean screw it up. It's normally Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the one I played the least in open, right after the open, they mocked Kevin because he ran in. He heard the, like, the last clip, threw his stuff on the floor, got the mic. So t- typical Kevin. Yeah, you're right. It's not usually Bean that messes up. Uh, they had just announced the Coachella lineup the week before, and Cage the Elephant was going to play. So they came into studio, and they did an acoustic version of their song, Shake Me Down, which I thought sounded good. Shake me down Not a lot of people left around Knows now Softly laying on the ground Ooh. Not a lot of people left around Ooh. Ooh. In my life I've seen people walk into the sea Just to find memories Plagued by constant misery Their eyes cast down Fixed upon the ground Their eyes cast down I thought that sounded really good. Came into the studio, did a different version. We've heard the original song many times. So it's kind of fun to just listen to a different version. Uh, going through the um, the Stockdale, shout out to Stockdale site. 
He says this was the first time they did the new Wheel O' Bad Animal Voices jingle. So I'm going to play it. Come on. It's time for the yeah. Wheel O' Bad Animal Voices. Oh, Where do you think it's going to land? Don't know. It's going to be pretty bad. But Kevin and me don't care. So we'll do it anyway. It's time for the yeah. Wheel O' Bad Animal Voices. Yeah, I was double checking something. I went back to that day. And I believe that was the 26th, 126.11. And that was Omar's new jingle for the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices. One of the catchiest jingles he did. Yeah. Okay, so did we have the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices before that? Or is that like the beginning? Because I'm still, oh, I'm still the, in December the, the, 2008. That was um, a new theme. But they already, so I'm in 2000, I'm at the end of 2008. There's no Wheel of Bad Animal Voices yet. So did that happen in 2009? Or do you recall Eddie in 2010? I know they had it in 2010. I brought a few in here and there. Okay. So no, it just said it was a new theme on uh, Kevin nice. site. <laughs> now they started the Friday show and they played a few clips. Do you guys remember the hockey announcer? He would always spice up the calls with uh, pop culture references. Leave Brittany alone. Right? That's the guy. Mm-hmm. I like this. This kind of reminded me of the drops episode Bean just did. So they kind of gave the background to that. Uh, that hockey announcer. He's the best. Was the best. Was. Doesn't do it anymore. Man he came down it? on him. What nope. happened? Just he stopped doing it. Do we think the man came down on him? Because I never heard the reason why he stopped doing it. And for folks who don't figure out what we're talking about, the hockey announcer for the Florida Panthers, wasn't it? Yep. He, at the uh, every time a goal was scored, would scream something absurd into the microphone, some sort of uh, you know pop culture reference or something like that. And it was hilarious. It just made you look forward to those games so much. And then for whatever reason, this uh, this season, maybe even last season, he, he wasn't doing it anymore. And would, that was his catchphrase. He would yell, he shoots, he scores. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> you know, you go, what the hell? It was so great. And we started playing him and we had him on. And oh. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, the next season, I started taping their games because I mm-hmm. wanted And it was just straight. He stopped. And it was so it was so popular that they were putting them up on the, the Panthers website after every game so that people could you know hear the ones they missed. So if they were getting that kind of attention, I doubt he did it on... I doubt he just chose to stop. But if they I, were getting that attention, why would they ask him to I don't stop? Know. I mean, I never would have heard of them otherwise. I, I, right. I know. I hear you. I don't know. Uh, Lisa wouldn't even even known there was a hockey team yeah. in Florida no, if it had been for that. Absolutely he true. He quote movies and stuff. I mean, he was, was just, really good. It was ridiculous. Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> right? Skyrockets in flight. <laughs> Afternoon delight. All right, that wasn't so good. But he... You're my boy, Blue! <laughs> well, I miss him. So his name was Randy Moeller, and he was an announcer for the Florida Panthers. And I went back into the archive because they said he came on the show, and he was. This was March 2nd of 2009. They had him on. I thought it was pretty interesting. First, though, we've been really looking forward to this one for the last couple of weeks. Comes Kreps down the right side. He's got Scratchins with him. Kreps fires a shot. Rebound, they score! Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> Steps into the middle. He and Bo Meester will trade. Ballard. Quick try. Shoots. He scores. Ball. The meatloaf. Panthers with a power play goal. They got a one nothing lead. Stillman right out in front. He shoots. He scores. Make me a bicycle clown. That's what I'm talking about right there. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Florida Panthers, our friend Randy Moeller joins us on the phone on the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock right now. Hey, Randy. How are you, man? 
guys. How are you? Love the show. And, uh, yeah, everything's going great. How's everybody doing out there? We're doing We're just fine. fine. We're fine. And I'm not lying when I say we've been looking forward to this as much as anything for the past couple of weeks because uh, I guess maybe we're late coming to the party, but you have been enthralling your Florida Panthers radio listeners with your hockey uh, goal calls all season long. It's it's amazing how big this thing has gotten for you, Randy. Yeah, it is. Uh, we never thought that this would happen, and that was not really my motivation, guys. Was you know, I mean, uh, people that know me know that I have a personality. I like. Uh, I don't take myself too seriously. We like to have fun. We're in a non-traditional market down here with the Panthers, and uh, my goal calls. What happened with Dan Levitard, who who's on our flagship station? He uh, asked if his fans could make some suggestions after a goal calls because I've, I've had a few uh, top shelf where Mrs. Moeller keeps the peanut butter and a few, <laughs> a few other ones and that. And they made some suggestions, and all of a sudden this thing has taken off and over a million hits on YouTube and that. I never thought that this would happen. But the other thing, too, we couldn't do this unless the, the Panthers were playing well and in a playoff race, which they are, in a big divisional game against Carolina tonight. So all in all, it's fun, and I've said from the very beginning, we're just having fun. The fans are enjoying this. If anybody's taking this seriously or think there's other uh, motives behind it, they're not. And um, that's just it. As long as everybody's having fun, we're in the entertainment business, as you know. Right. And, right. Um, and, we're, and uh, we're just having fun with this. That's all. Yeah, Randy Moeller, if you go on YouTube, just type his name. You can find tons of his calls. And... I got to thinking how hard must it have been to come up with a new one. You know, you might get three or four goals a night, and every night you got to, oh, I got to work this in. When am I going to do it? So, yeah, do a YouTube search, funny guy. I brought in a couple that kind of reminded me of Bean and Kevin and Bean stuff. Bowmeister on the left point. Steps in, wrist drop right on. They shoot, they score! She blinded me with science! So I like that one. Reminds me of the old Ralph gag when he used to do that song. And here's one for Allie. Here's Horton. Top of the faceoff circle. Doesn't shoot the fight. Now he gets a shot away. Rebound the booth. Right out in front again. The Panthers swap at it. And they score! Richard Zednick, I believe, is going to get the goal. This game is tied up at three. Waka waka! A little bit of Fozzie Bear for Allie there. That's awesome. <laughs> so we're going to end on, this was the last showbiz beat of the week. They kind of can go off the rails sometimes, which we love. And they start, Ralph start gives, he starts giving it to Beam, which is one of my favorite things. It won the night and it's doing very well for Fox. I think it's fun. That's the, that's what's back. Last year was kind of a drud, uh, drudgery, I thought. Yeah. This year seems like it's fun. Everybody's having a good time. I agree. And if there's one thing we know, it's that Bean loves fun. He I is. do love fun. That's he's what I'm about. He's like a birthday clown. <laughs> he's all, he's, you ever notice he's just... He always, Sometimes it's too much fun. He always carries balloon and a bike pump so he can just make an animal for some kids and stuff. He's just... It's like being around Mr. Sunshine. It gets old. We're like, dude, you can't oh, be this happy all the time. Down. Sometimes we just have to tell him to stop with all the fun. Easy, bozo. And congrats. Get serious once in a while. Wow. Uh, congratulations. They were talking about American Idol. It had premiered with the new new judges. They had Steven Tyler and Jennifer Lopez. And Bean thought it was fun, and he is all about fun, after all. You said that was American Idol? Is that show still on? Is it now? I think it is. Didn't it go away didn't and come it, back? Didn't it move to Fox? Did it start on I've Fox? I've never watched it. Yeah, I think you're right. It started on Fox, right? I think it did move somewhere else. Mm. Yeah, I'm not the target audience for that. That's for sure. Yeah. I stopped paying attention when they stopped having bad singers. <laughs> you're like but Kevin. I, yeah. 
Yeah, that week they were begging Kevin to watch. They're like, come on, watch Kevin. Steven Tyler's funny. Jennifer Lopez is funny. He would not watch it. He's like, he's like you, Christopher. I just like bad singers. Yeah. I think that's going to be a a runner for the whole year that they're trying to make him watch and he won't. I I don't know. Once they cut out all that, William Hung and everything, I didn't pay attention to anything. I didn't even watch clips later. Is that the one with Simon Cowell and Paula Paula Abdul? Yes. This year... In 2011, he had, I think he had just left. So it was Steven Tyler and Jennifer Lopez were on. So I think they oh, okay. changed judges quite a bit. Okay, so in, 20, in 2008, I'm listening to, they're talking about American Idol. And I want to say it's Simon Cowell, the dog guy. Randy Jackson, somebody. Right? And then I Paula have... Abdul, right? <laughs> I didn't yes. watch the show, sorry. And, um, but I guess um, uh, a woman also, I believe, named... Paula, uh, who was a super fan of Paula Abdul, ended up committing suicide in front of her home in 2008. Do you guys remember that? And Paula was aware of her and told um, the producers of American Idol, like, I know she's been stalking me for years. And they let her on the show anyway as a contestant. And then she ended up not. What the hell? Yeah. I didn't, obviously, I didn't bring it in because it's like not good news. And I didn't want to, you know. But just because we happen to be talking about it. Yeah. Jen, the podcast hey. killer. I am sorry. Where's <laughs> my slide whistle? Okay. I need to bring oh, this no. thing up. If, if, if you're having depression and other issues, please reach out to the suicide hotline. We are not endorsing this in any way. People are there for you. <laughs> wow. This is our answer to Psycho Mike and Kevin's great news. We're, this is sad news. Right. Yeah. It's like it's mm-hmm. really hard to come out of those chipper songs when he's talking about it's Don on the phone. Yeah, it's Don on the phone exactly. Okay. Uh are the fires are the fires dead this this latest round? Tell me uh, they are. Yeah, there are three major Southern wild, uh, Southern California wildfires the last couple of weeks. The Key Fire, which is the biggest one, is ninety five percent contained right now, and that's uh, you know that's obviously good news because that was a terrible, terrible fire. But uh, I don't understand why Doug Kriegel from Channel Four has wanted to come on today because it just doesn't seem like. Does that make it? Do we have Doug standing by? Because I don't understand what he's doing out there today. It's Firewatch two thousand. <laughs> Doug, here I am in the middle of the Key Fire, and I. Reporting live, Doug. Yes, Kevin oh. and Pete. Um, here's a live report from the T fire. I thought the fires were about ninety-five percent out. No, it's a raging inferno. As you can hear, the flames crackling behind me. I hear someone I, walking, and I hear it's birds me walking through the fire. Oh. I hear birds chirping in the trees because there's no fire. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I'm not. That's the roaring fire. That's that was you doing that with your mouth. Doug Kriegel, Firewatch, do that. Now, a week ago, a very serious situation. Over 200 homes were destroyed. This is the one that I, they think the kids with the bonfire got started. But now the firefighters have worked hard, and the fire is out, and it's safe for you to go home, Doug. You don't have to be out there broadcasting anymore. No, it's a raging inferno here in the tea fire. Well, those birds are having a great time in that raging inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, 
<laughs> you're you're going to hear the flames behind me. If there were flames there eating up the oxygen, you would be dead. You can't breathe in the best of situations. That's why they sent me in. I need very little air. You what? <laughs> I need very little air. You need very? Uh, very little air. Air. Okay. Little air. It does sound like maybe you're addicted to the adrenaline rush of covering an emergency, and you can't deal with the fact that it's over. This is the first time they've sent me out in a real story in 25 years. That's true. You usually get the crap assignments, don't you? Usually I'm interviewing people eating yogurt, asking them how hot it is. <laughs> but, but this is a real story. Okay, but and did, I'm not stopping until it's completely covered. But, it, I mean, it, it is pretty much, this particular one is pretty much covered. Did no, they, behind me you can see the destruction caused by this horrible disaster. Right, but it's not ongoing. Did they? Did they? Did Channel Four send you out, or did you go on your own? No, I'm out here on my own. They've asked me to come back to the station, and I told them, "No way." (laughs) So there's not even a camera crew. You're not even reporting for Channel Four. You're just standing in it. But imagine if you can behind me the devastation ran behind the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, those pictures are still, you know, pretty much imprinted in our brains from this past week. But today, it's horrible. Well. Destruction and fire and flames and smoke. Right, right. Human lives yeah. destroyed. Right, but you have you have to go home, Doug. It's over. There'll be another one, all right? There's a guy out here who lost his entire home. Oh, no. Sir, please, can you come here, please, sir? Sir, please, come here. Are you chasing, chasing someone? Chasing the poor guy who's just trying to get away. Don't chase. Sir, it wasn't your home. Wasn't your home leveled to the ground? Yes, it was. My entire house burned to the ground, Marty. We need to go back to the future and make my home out of something fireproof. Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. His home built, burned to the ground. Why was he running from you? Marty, we have to get in the DeLorean. Go back and place a wager on the fact that my house will be burnt to the ground. You don't want to stop the fire from burning it? No, I need to make some money. Okay. All right. I need to build a new house. What are the chances? Why don't you go back and get out? more fire insurance? <laughs> That's a good idea. Also a good idea. <laughs> the only guy out there with Doug Kriegel happens to be Christopher Lloyd. What are the chances of that? That's what a happy coincidence for me. <laughs> All right, well, good reporting, Craig. Craig. <laughs> Doug. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> oh, that was always cracked me up. And here's so here's a little info to go back with it. In 2010, I was working for AOL and Patch.com, and uh-huh. I had to train Doug Kriegel on using the platform and everything like that. <laughs> Shit, you not especially after listening to Ralph imitate him all those years. He, that's exactly how he sounded, and he was he was a lovely man but had zero experience with technology. And it was a constant, like, do you want to meet up and I'll just set it up for you? Cause you clearly don't know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, I want to uh, skip now with Doug Kriegel talking to Jen. She's trying to take him through AOL. It was, yeah. It, okay. So, you know, they're talking about olds now, right? But we're not really that old because we understand technology. This was back in 2010. Yeah. But it, it was dealing with olds back then that didn't understand anything with technology. And he just came off of working. Is it um, NBC news? He just came off of working from that and then literally jumped straight over to AOL and patch. So okay. I, guarantee, I guarantee he had someone doing it all for him, setting it up for him and everything. It's not his fault. Um, but then he comes over to AOL where they pay nothing and you have to do everything yourself. So 
Um, yeah. But anyway, it was, but it was just funny. I remember many, many conversations of him just uh, trying to <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Did you ever meet Craig, though? That's what I wanted. I know, right? <laughs> there might have been a Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That, that's where uh, I lost it on that when he's called him Craig. That was so, uh, <laughs> so per- it's so typical. It's wonderful. All right, next one. Uh, Kevin Abin, Cinco de la Tarde. Anyone use the uh, the Gmail? I know it's very popular with a lot of people. A lot of people sure. like the Google Mail. Do you use that at all, Kevin? Sure. Oh, that's fantastic. Then perhaps you are aware of the new test phase feature that they have in the beta mode on the Gmail right now that is called Mail Goggles. Oh, I have seen about this. I have not used it, no. Mail goggles is a play on the phrase beer goggles, which means that basically you may not be operating at full mental capacity after you've had a few, like on Friday and Saturday nights, and you get home, and then you start thinking about that girl that you have a crush on, and maybe you should send her an email, and then the next day you wake up and go, oh, my God, what did I do? Right. Well, what they've done with the mail goggles is they give you math problems. If this is activated, when you sign on to use your email, it gives you – here's an example of some of the the math problems that it has. Uh, It's that time of day. Gmail aims to help you in many ways. Are you sure you want to send this email? Answer some simple math questions to verify. 723 minus 131 equals, for instance. You have to to figure that out before you can use your email program. What if you can't do that when you're not drunk? Well, (laughs) you're you're, you're never emailing. That's right. Uh, 45 divided by 5 is. 11 times 8 is. 10 times 10 is. And then it has a reflexes uh, meter that shows you how fast you should be f- answering these questions and then how fast you are, are indeed. And if you fail, then you don't get to send email. What? Yes, I'm afraid so. So you tr- so you can you type the email and it just won't send it unless it gets the okay from the math problem? That is absolutely what it does. And it's funny that Kevin is pretending that he doesn't know how it works because, Kevin, huh? we, the K-Rock microphones have been there. And we know for a fact that you've already tried to use the mail goggles feature on Google and that it hasn't worked out that well for you late at night. Oh, my God. This is to fire, I need to fire off a letter to Sabine. <laughs> I just, uh, uh, okay. Um, answer questions before you can write. Okay. How much is two and two? Twenty-two. Oh, come on! This is so obvious, easy. Oh, I have to write beam. Oh, all right. How do you divide twenty apples among ten people? You make applesauce. Everybody gets to eat of them. Them, them, them. Stupid, <laughs> stupid computers questions. How many innocent people are in jail if one man is guilty? Now all of them are guilty. All of them should be put in the guilty jar and never with the come lid off. Oh, I need the right bean. <laughs> How, 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 how many Ducks fans are long time them? All are them, all them, them? Come on! Google! Oh, I can't, I have to write Bean and tell him I love him! I, I like this feature that prevents me from getting those emails. Well, now we know why Kevin never answered his email. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do the podcast roundup. 
Yes. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get it, Ed. When you want her to promote your podcast, we got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Add that with a double truffle burger. It's a lot of truffle in your mouth. I better be fucked it to be better. That's right. I would fuck it before I would eat it. That's my that's my uh, review. I'd fuck it before I'd eat it again. Put that on the on your poster, Ooh. Colonel. Yes, that the uh, that is uh, Ralph's review of the Beyond Chicken at the KFC. Let's <laughs> start with Janky Town. On Janky Town, they did Cheers with Beer Mug, and Beer Mug went to O'Grady's and asked everybody to wish Betty White. A happy 100th birthday. And so that kind of went the way you thought it went. White's 100th birthday coming up this Monday. Do you have any wishes for Miss Betty as she will turn a century's year old? I wish her the best. And I think she will be with us forever. She's a beautiful lady. Gorgeous. Thank you. No mugs. Did... Did you record this after she has passed or prior to? This was about three weeks after she passed away. <laughs> so those first two guys, I don't think they might not have uh, TVs. They might not get newspapers. But they, I'm pretty sure, did not know she had passed on. Yep. So some of the people at O'Grady's apparently own TVs because this is one of the other callers, one of the other people they interviewed. Is there anything you would like to wish Betty White as she turns 100 in four days? She's not going to turn 100. Okay, I don't know what the f*** is wrong with America today, but Betty White cannot turn 100 in four days. She's f***ing dead. She's dead. She's f***ing dead. A dead person person can't turn another age if they're dead. Dead person can't turn another age if they're dead. Wonderful. (laughs) She sounded like Bridget from Long Island. Oh, she, she did have, let's get her and Bridget together that's a podcast I'd listen to yeah uh, Janky Town talked about the When We Were Young Festival uh, maybe gave us a little clarification the When We Were Young Festival my god oh, I have never boy. seen so much across the social media platform so much positive feedback and that is not sarcasm This everybody I know was excited for this lineup and who's on this Dude. lineup Hot Topic must be excited. Dude, Hot Topic. Oh, my God. Yes, it's this is emo heaven, you know. Here's where I think we're going to get into a fire Festival situation. Uh-oh. Are, are, you, are you looking at what their plan is? They say they have 65 no. bands on three stages performing from 11 a.m. to midnight. So that's 13 hours. For 65 bands, what, are they, everyone going to play like 15, 20 minutes over three stages? And the, the headliners are getting an hour? Is this going to happen? Hmm. The thing is, I was looking at the bands, and there's some of them that I don't know if they have more than one song that a lot of people are going to want to go for. So there's a lot of bands probably in the earlier earlier in the day that are going to play like, play like 20 minutes on these side stages. And then so you could hear that one song of theirs that they really liked. And then the headliners will probably get like that hour. Like Paramore mm. will probably play like the hour. But uh, they told you, yeah, you get one song, that one song of yours. That'd yeah. That's so insulting. <laughs> you can get one that song and be, you're done. <laughs> that would be a pretty insane waste of time. Yeah. I don't know. The festival pays you money. 
how you know as as somebody that uh somebody has worked in gigs you know i'll, I'll play if they if they pay me enough money not if you're a known band though right well still i mean if you pay them the, if they get like 500 bucks to play 20 minutes and then they get to chill at the festival all day what band on that list do you think would accept five hundred dollars? Having I don't remember. I don't know if there's anybody that I'd pay on that list for five hundred dollars to play gig, but that's me because it's it's you know the when we were young festival is like well damn I was already old at that time when all these bands were out, so I'm not really interested in any of them. Let's AFI get, the use oh I love these bands it's great. Let's get Kevin to figure out the time. Each band gets because he's a master of time <laughs> management. Yes, Kevin should coordinate it. You go on at twenty five oh nine. You go on ten minutes and ten hours later. All right, all right. Cup of tea and a chat. They started one of their episodes like this. It's a cup of tea and a chat. It's me. It's me. GBGB. I used to say that back in the day of my Gene Baxter radio no, days. It's me. It's me. GBGB. Yeah, I just. I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't planning on saying that. It actually just came out of me. Just came out of him. That is awesome when I, we hear Bean's radio voice. That just that made me laugh so much. Uh, Bean, listen to our Kevin episode. I listened this weekend to Kev Dog's appearance on the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. They released it as a two-parter, and I listened to part two. And somebody uh-huh. asked him, one of the team, asked him if he still hates cats. Now, this is Kevin, a man who used to say that reading is for losers and now is a vociferous reader, now loves a good book, right? Right, right. He now loves cats. Yay! Now, he admits wow. that, that some cats are dicks, which is true, yeah. but some Not dogs absolutely. are dicks. Right, some dogs are dicks, uh, no. right? Okay, no. Apparently, his daughter has a cat now. So Kevin started See, out by saying, okay, all cats goes. suck except for mm-hmm. that one. Now that I know this cat, what and what we've been trying to tell him, us cat lovers throughout the world have been trying to tell him for years is it's because you've never had a cat. If you had a cat, you would right. realize how awesome they are and how loving they are and how affectionate they are because they are. Right. Now Kevin has turned around on cats, so maybe, <gasps> maybe that's the direction you're headed to. It's always amazing to hear him talk about our show. Well, let's go to the call uh, on Beans commenting on our episode. And let's see if we recognize who this is from. I don't know. It might be someone we all we all know who just friend requested me, by the way. I used a word incorrectly. I actually uh, scratched that. I chose the wrong word, and I'm surprised that only one person called me out on it, and it's our friend Edwin, oh. and he was 100% correct. Hey, Dan, this is Edwin here from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. I'm glad you listened to our special Kev Dog episode, but I have a correction. Kevin is not a vociferous reader. He's not. That would be someone who's loud and boisterous. I don't think he runs around screaming as he reads. I think you mean Mm. voracious reader, which means he reads a lot now, which was a surprise to me as well. Anyway, that's much worse than saying daylight savings time to get the word completely wrong. So please, fix your goddamn dictionary. He's right. I, I accept his scorn. Good point. Do you think that Edwin would be a great lexiconifer, lexiconographer, lexicographer? Yes. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. However, um, I say let's not so quickly rule out Kevin running around screaming at the top of his lungs as he's reading. I finished a chapter. Right? I finished a chapter. <laughs> Look at me. So Kevin running around saying 
reading the book, huh? Yeah, that's true. Now, once being said that, I realized he could be right. <laughs> Kevin might run around yelling <laughs> as he reads. <laughs> By the way. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Play that thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, okay, so moving on to uh, Ralph Report. We find out which monkey is Eddie's favorite monkey. Macaque. Yes, a macaque. What's a macaque? What the fuck is oh, that? About eight inches. <laughs> no, a macaque. <laughs> macaque is here. Hold my macaque. Hey, take a look at macaque. You want to touch macaque? A macaque is a kind of monkey, Eddie. <laughs> oh, I want a macaque. I bet you do. I want macaque. Come. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know the name of a monkey. That's my favorite monkey. You've never heard of a macaque? I've done. <laughs> you never heard of macaque? I've never heard of macaque. You've never seen macaque? I've seen macaque. Never heard of macaque. Um, yes. Fuck. They, they've got a, maca- a macaque in this video. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, how do scientists talk about it in the lab without laughing? Oh! Did you stick it in macaque? God! How did the how the macaque react? Oh. I can control things with macaque. Oh, oh we're children. I'm never gonna get through this show. Watch macaque turn that off. I could change the channels with macaque. <laughs> That was just hilarious. That was it's, one of gets, two. There's one of two times where the show kind of went off the rails like that. So it just gets funnier every time you hear it, though. I know I, I rewound it and listened to it a few times, and then hearing it again, it's just those two are hysterical. They get you so fired up. It's so funny. Want to have more serious news on the Ralph Report? He, they talked about Louis Anderson and Meatloaf. Louis Anderson. We were just talking about yeah. him. Going into the hospital for cancer treatment has lost that battle. He was 68 years old. Mm went fast yeah real fast. i can only imagine he was diagnosed late and uh, yeah but still sad news 68 is way too young a, a sweet man and funny and talented and um yeah i was really bummed to hear that. yeah this year is really taking a toll man it, it, it's going, going down like 10 pins the reaper is going crazy it's a little bit terrifying <laughs> oh it's like wow we're gonna live with influencers and that's it Meatloaf. In jars. Meatloaf has passed yeah. away at the age of 74 from COVID-19. Ironically, mm. big uh, anti-vaxxer, anti-masker. Yeah, he might which still is, be here if he... Which is kind of crazy. He might still be here if he wasn't. He was upset recently. He was on a plane, and they asked him to put a mask on. And so he called them uh, mask Nazis. They're no. power mad now, these people. Because they want you to put a mask on? Yeah. Fuck off. I, mean, I know you're dead. Rest in peace, but fuck off. The last part of the interview, he said, uh, they're not controlling me. If I die, I die. Well, you did. We took the vaccine. We might have known what he wouldn't do for that. Anyhow. <laughs> going on to funnier things. This is the other clip that derailed the show. This is Eddie. Pin versus pen. Pins. 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 Not pens. Pins. 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 pins like map pins like a like like pins yeah like you stick in a pen holder stop saying pen pen that's what i'm saying you're saying pen pen what do you write with a pen what do you use when you sew a pen <laughs> how else pin pin 
How else do you say it? What do you hit with a bowling ball? Pin. Pins. Pin? Pin. Pin. How do you say it otherwise? You're saying pen for everything. Pen. <laughs> it's pen. Pen. How else? I can't say it any other way. <laughs> like an ogre. Just pronounce it properly. Pin. 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 Yes. That's how you pin? Pin. Pin. Like in with pin. a P. In. In. Not N. In. 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 I can't. My mouth is incapable of saying in without going like that. That's crazy. Pin. There you go. I gotta go pin. Not to make like a turtle sticking his neck out of a shell. Pin. Pin. I can't say it. I physically can't say it. That's crazy. You know there are different sounds, right? You can, you can intellectually, you can understand pin. that there's there's different sounds. Like pillow. Like what? Pillow. You lay your head on a pillow. <laughs> I can't. Hello. No. Hello. What is the strawberry stuff you eat with a spoon for dessert? Jello. Right. And so what do you sleep on? Pillow. God damn it. I can't say it any other. Pillow. 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 There you go. Pen. No. I can't. I fucking cannot say pen. I can't. I can't any. Not after today's, the day I've had today. I can't, I can't say it, man. You. I really can't. Pen. I just can't. I can't go through this right now. I can't say it any other way. That, it, that doesn't make any sense. I, I, well, it will, the whole show's going to be this if we don't stop. All right. But that's all I can do. I just got to move on. <laughs> Abner Doubleday. Does that name sound familiar? Doubleday Books. No. Oh. <laughs> I left that one last moment where he was wrong in there, too, on purpose. Because after that whole failure of pen versus pin, just to be wrong right out the gate. Was just God, you just couldn't pin him down on that word, could you? No. I've had this argument so many times. <clears throat> With who? You know the name Jenna. Like people would say Jenna. One of them was women versus women. Like the plural versus the singular. The worst one I still to this day is Midwesterners that say bag and bagel. And I'm like, that is that is incorrect. Please stop saying bagel. Um, <laughs> really a bagel? <laughs> so they switched. Yeah, they. it's, it's really funny. But no. Uh. I'm going to say from it's bagel to me from now on. I get a bagel. Um, I said, I'm going to get a pen and write bagel down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is that a, um, is that an Eddieism or is that because he grew up in Virginia, right? I I assume so. DC. Okay. So it might be a a local, a regional dialect kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I sent in for him to do the tongue twister Tuesday as, Tin pen, ten pen, pillow. Yeah. So that would be awesome. <laughs> nice. Well, All right. Uh, Jeff called in with a happy hit and started off butt week on the Ralph Report. Hey, Ralph, it's Jeff. Um, if you can play We Like to Party by the Venga Boys, <laughs> I think you could play What What in the Butt by <laughs> Samwell. Yeah. Or the, even the Butters version from South Park. Uh, yeah. LMB. He's got a point. I agree. If I could play Venga Boys. Yeah, you can play What What in the Butt. It's almost open season now. <laughs> almost anything could be a happy hit. <laughs> All right, Jeff, you win. Here's Samwell with that classic What What in the Butt. I said What What in the Butt. I said What What in the Butt. I said What What 
in the butt. I said, what, what, in the butt. And then on Tuesday, it was like, it was the Eddie Murphy, Boogie in Your Butt. So all the happy hits for that week were, were butt-related. Like Big Butts, Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. So it was a very awesome week if you were an ass man. Anyhow, that's the podcast roundup. Didn't Daniel Tosh interview him and he did like an acoustic version of that? This is our 50th <laughs> episode. This is so much fun. Yes, Yay. definitely. Yeah. Thank you all for listening for Quitters Never Give Up. You can find us on wherever you find podcasts. We're all over the place. And um, uh, I guess until next week, thanks for listening. In the bud. What, what? In the bud. What, what? In the bud. Let me tell you what, what? In the bud. You want to do it in my bud. In my bud. You want to do it in my bud. In my bud. You want to do it in my bud. In my bud. Let's do it in the bud. Okay. Funky. What what in the butt is not only a real question, but it, it needs an answer. And uh, the answer is, let's do it in the butt, okay. I feel you watching me over there. Uh, come to me if you care. Don't sit and stare. It's just not Bye-bye.